Hi, I'm India. And I'm Justin. And welcome to Learning in Lockdown, a podcast all about learning while in isolation. We're going to be bringing you a daily podcast, Monday to Friday, where we teach each other about a random topic that the other one has no idea about. We hope that you enjoy. And don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcast from. Now on with tonight's episode. Happy Friday to all of our listeners. And what about to me? Oh, happy Friday, Justin. Thank you. you. It's an extra long weekend, so. Yeah, I've got my ice cream here and I'm releasing my Hugay, Hugie. (laughs) See, even I listen to the podcast. If you don't know what he's talking about, go back to podcast number, is it five? Early episodes. Go listen to it. H-Y-G-G-E. So you remember how to spell it? That's I'm releasing it. my my Hugie and we are on with the podcast. Yes. I'm in my calm element. Good. Let's kick it off. Good. India, what do you have in yeah, store? Yeah, okay. Well. Can you top what I did yesterday? Do you have uh, an instrument? It's so different. No, uh, I don't have an instrument. Well, I can't play an instrument. Kick it off. The microphone. We all know yours. I'm going to start learning the ukulele. Anyway, I'm getting real philosophical tonight. Uh, great. Don't sound too excited. Far out. We, we each have our turn. No worries. Bit of sass coming off Justin tonight. Anyway, I'm going to talk about Plato's cave allegory. Have you ever heard of this before? I've heard of Schrodinger's cat. What? Yeah, because it's on the Big Bang Theory. What's that? I can't really remember, but it's like Sheldon and Amy have arguments about it because... I don't know. Wait, what did you say? Schrodinger's cat or something like that. I have no idea what that is. Oh, I'm probably not even saying it right. No, I'm saying Plato's cave. Oh, damn it. Yeah, no, we're not in the same page. I'm so confused. Right. Anyway, so do you know who Plato is? Pluto. Plato. That was a planet. No, I'm not. I've I've never heard of such individual. No worries. Well, I'll tell you who Plato is. Of course you will. He's one of the most influential philosophers there was. Uh, so he's an ancient Greek philosopher. He was a student of Socrates, <clears throat> a teacher of some very well-known philosophers. This guy seriously just changed the philosophy game pretty much. He was He's one of the OG philosophers. Yep. And if you're into psych or philosophy, you know, you know who this dude is. So I'm going to talk about the cave allegory because... I think this is something that's so, so interesting. And I remember learning about this in high school and then again learning about it um, during university and it just sort of keeps coming up. And I think it's something that we can take some parallels from in our life or from the story and apply them to our life. Um, so did he actually walk in a cave? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, now I'm just being annoying. So the allegory of the cave is a classical philosophical thought experiment. So it's pretty much designed to probe our intuitions um, about the pretty much the thought of knowledge or the study of knowledge. Justin's just looking up that Schrodinger's cat or something. Yeah, no, keep going. You're keep not going, even you're not even paying attention. Right, so Plato claimed that knowledge gained through senses mm. is more is no more than an opinion. It's it's not real. It's just an opinion. So if you if, if you smell something, if you're just seeing something, 
you don't have the facts, you don't have the truth. It's just an opinion that you've created. So in order to have real knowledge, we must gain it through reasoning. So through experimenting, through research, through understanding. So the, the cave allegory distinguishes between people who make sensory, uh, who mistake sensory knowledge for the truth and people who really do see the truth for what it is. So I'm going to tell you the story. We're going to get to the juicy bit of it. So imagine this, there's a cave and there is three prisoners in this cave. They were born in this cave. I don't like caves. This is a scary story. <laughs> it's not scary. Okay, just for the listeners out there, I don't want to get scared. No, it's very PG. You don't need to worry. <laughs> right, so it's pre- three prisoners yeah, in a cave. Yeah, three prisoners born in a cave. This right. is all they know. They are chained um, facing the cave wall and they cannot turn their heads. So this is their whole reality. So behind them is a fire that is constantly burning and before, Behind the fire is a walkway, which leads from a town into market or whatever you want it to be. So it's a it's a thoroughfare pretty much of people all day, every day. So what happens is people walk along this walkway and it creates shadows on the cave wall that the prisoners see. Now, this is all their reality. They can't see what it is they can only hear echoes so everything is really distorted so you know all day there's people passing by animals people with um you know all kinds of goods and and everything creating these really crazy kind of shapes on the cave wall and they just hear these weird echoes and that is all they know that think about their whole life that's all they know they know nothing else they don't know what these shapes are what these people are what it is they have no idea i'm gonna ask an obvious question that i'm sure our listeners are thinking yeah is this based on a true story or is this a theory no it it's philosophy it's a theory oh so now it makes more sense yeah it's a theory i found it hard to believe no that's what philosophy is it's trying it provokes your thoughts there we go look i'm learning something this podcast six minutes in has already achieved well fabulous (laughs) maybe i should stop here no keep going keep going so these prisoners are chained to the wall okay yeah there's a thoroughfare and they can only see shadows they they don't know what's going on so one day, one of the prisoners is released or he escapes. It Semantics, doesn't matter. Anyway, he's released to the outside world and it takes him a while for his eyes to adjust because he's been in this cave his whole life. So once his eyes start to adjust, he can see the outside world and it is just, he. it's not even anything he could have ever imagined it is so vastly different and so beautiful and exciting and there's so much to see and so much to do and it's just overwhelming pretty much so once he adapts to the light he starts to experience the outside world and all it has to offer now he has this whole new perception of life pretty much you know, it's completely changed from yesterday. He was stuck in a cave that he's been in his whole life to today. He's in this outside world experiencing all of these new senses and feelings and sights and everything. So of course he wants to go back 
to his two friends in the cave because they're his friends. They're his best friends. He's grown up with them. He's, you know, they're the only people he's ever really spoken to his whole life. So he wants to go back and tell them. Anyway, so he goes back into the cave. He, his eyes are not adjusted to the darkness of the cave. He can no longer see the shadows and hear the echoes. And he tries to tell his friends what he's seen in the outside world. And they pretty much, to put it bluntly, think that he's crazy, that this journey of him leaving is, has made him utterly crazy because they can't believe what he's telling them. And he tries to, he tries to release them but they get violent and they don't want to be released. They're like, no, we, we don't, we want to stay here. This, that's their comfort zone. That's all they know. They don't want to leave. So what I, what I want to end on is that even though the two prisoners who weren't released never got to experience the outside world and don't know about the outside world, it doesn't make the outside world any less real. It still exists. It just doesn't exist in their world and their minds and their reality. Right. So before I get into my interpretation of the allegory, what would your interpretation be from that story, Justin? If Mine, there's, yeah, if, yeah, yeah. If there's something you could take from that, a kind of parallel that you can pull on, and I'm really, I'm really trying to test you here and like push your your thinking. But what would, what would it be for you? What do you think kind of that you can pull from that story? I mean, when you, when you got towards the end of that, I was just thinking that um, everyone's life or reality is different. And just because yours is different to mine, yours isn't better than mine and mine's not better than yours. It's just the way we're in it and we see it, you know, that's. That's probably my my interpretation. Yeah. Just because they're staring at a black wall, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I'd probably think they're crazy because they're staring at a black wall, but they think their friends crazy because they've been experienced to the outside yeah, world. But they can't even they comprehend it, it either. Well, no, and I can't comprehend staring at a black wall for yeah. thirty years of my life. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just each person's life is mm. is different, and what we see, hear, do, whatever. And just because someone doesn't do something the way we do doesn't make it wrong or less or of lesser value than yeah I, is that good uh, that's your own interpretation that's what mm. philosophy is all about there's no right or wrong answers you know it's like that um that philosophy theory of um you know there's one person on a train track and the train's going towards them do you divert the train you, you know that kind of stuff there's no right or wrong answer it's a you know it's an ethical and a philosophy philosophical thought experiment pretty much so my interpretation of the cave is that we all experience our own reality um, it's all about how we perceive our life and how we're also conditioned to perceive our life we should not take things at face value Uh, I believe that you know rather we should research and explore Mm. to be able to to determine what the truth is and that's my interpretation of it so then how's the truth how is truth yeah staring at the black wall not right that's the truth it's it's their truth yes correct but it's their truth based on senses not on 
actual factual knowledge. It's based on census and that that's it comes back to what Plato was saying is that pretty much, uh, you know, knowledge gained through senses, it is no more than an opinion. And that's what he was trying to get at. So in order to have real knowledge, we must gain it through reasoning. Interesting. So I did a little bit of research, obviously. Do we agree? Are we supposed to agree or disagree no, with this? Or no, just... no, there's no, okay. there's no agreeing. There's no, you're right, I'm right. Nothing like that. Okay. Everyone has their own interpretation. And I'm sure Plato had an interpretation of it too. He's got a whole book written on this. Can we get him on the line? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't read the book. Very extensive and written in, you know, very ancient hieroglyphics probably style language that i'm not really into can't you read that i can i think it's in greek anyway oh. i'm sure there's an interpreted version of it anyway so i did some research yep. on google you know a bit of fun and i found this interpretation which i thought was probably the most I mean, again, like this is me deciding this but it was the one that kind of spoke to me the most and the one i sort of um the one I thought we could pull some parallels on. So it goes into the four sections of the story. So the cave, the shadows, the escape and the return. And each has their own kind of representation of what it is. So the cave pretty much represents people who believe that knowledge comes from what we see in here in the world. So going back to the prisoners, they're their knowledge was the shadows and the echoes in the cave and that people who well the cave shows that believers of this empirical knowledge are pretty much trapped inside this cave their whole life like you you will never explore outside it because that's all you know and that's all you want to know so onto the shadows so pretty much if you believe what you see um, should be taken as truth, then you're merely seeing the shadows of the truth. So you're not actually seeing what is happening. So if we were to go out in the sun and mm. we look behind us, there's our shadow. Yeah. But that's not us and that's not the truth. That's just the shadow. But it is us. But it's not a part of us. So No, like it's not my hand on the ground, but it's... The shadow's only there because of us. Yes, true. But then you, what it's saying is that the shadows represent the perceptions of those who believe that empirical evidence is knowledge. Yes. <laughs> so if we then move on to the escape. So the escape prisoner represents the person who is seeking knowledge outside of the cave. They... They want to investigate. They want to research. They want to find out the truth. They, they don't just want to stay in the cave their whole life. You know, they're not comfortable in the cave. They want to be pushed outside of their comfort zone. And their journey represents, you know, finding that truth and wisdom. So finally finding out that there's this whole other outside world that exists and that is truth and their truth of the cave was merely just representing knowledge gained through senses. Hmm. I'm getting you. So then if we go on to the return, so the prisoner's reaction to the prisoner who left um, 
are people who are scared of truths and would rather remain ignorant. So then I guess that comes onto that whole saying of ignorance is bliss. So a person who does not know about a problem doesn't need to worry about the problem. Yeah. So if you could think of a situation that you would prefer ignorance is bliss or that ignorance would be bliss. Um, can I think of one? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, I can. Yeah. The day you go to the gym is the day you realize you're not big enough. Oh God. No, seriously. Like if I didn't go to the gym, I wouldn't know. So I would just be like cruising on, chilling. Whereas no, but you, that's not ignorance because you oh. know. No, but I, I don't know. <laughs> so I only know that because I yeah, started going to the gym. Exactly. If I didn't go, I know. wouldn't know. So if I was just like, nah, don't but worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about so it. So I'm saying like, give me a two. No, it's the same thing. Okay. Anyway, doesn't matter. <laughs> nah, off the top of my head then, that's probably all, all I can think of. But um, something I wish I didn't know. I don't know. You like, know, it could be like mum and dad's daughter sneaking out late at night and they would prefer not to know that. Oh. That's ignorance is bliss. You know, um, a partner cheating and you don't know and you would prefer not to know. Again, ignorance is bliss. These are just situations I can think Jeez, of in hitting, my head. Hitting the podcast. <laughs> wow. We have no relationship problems, just so you know. We're very happy. Until now. <laughs> so pretty much what I'm getting at is what is reality and does your reality really exist? So how can we escape the cave? How can we escape that reality? Tell me, India, because I really. Well, don't no, know. I want to know. Like, how do you think that we can escape that? I'm going oh, to give leap. you my interpretation. Take a leap and unchain yourself and try something new. You know, yes, go see new things, yes, yes, do yes, things yes, yes. that you wouldn't normally do five years ago. Maybe you would normally do them now. Totally. That's that's, that's my yes. takeaway from all of this. Yes. That's, that's yeah. That's what I'm thinking. That's awesome. That's really awesome. So the, not, I'm not just a pretty face, the, India. The, face. the key message or the, you know, the key lesson you could take from this is that we should question every assumption that we have about our reality. You know, it's a really powerful way to develop types of thinking skills so we can discover solutions to our problems. So the more assumptions we question the less likely you are to make bad decisions because they're based upon these, this empirical evidence of knowledge gained through senses. So it takes courage to step out of our comfort zone, to think differently than you have done before. But it's really rewarding because you can actually find out these deeper truths. So what I want to end on here is to remember that it's not enough to just leave the cave it's important that you need to stay outside in that outside world from away from the cave. And it's a reminder that not everyone is going to understand or be happy with, you know, your life choices or how you decide to think or anything like that, but that's okay. So I think that's what I want to, what I want to end on here. That little note. Drop the mic. See you later. Done. She just did that. She was just like, drop the mic, like the, <laughs> mic drop. Like the Obama gif. You know, we've all seen that one. That's what Indy just did. So. so, yeah, it's, you know, again, though, we could come back to, and maybe I shouldn't even get into this because we're at nearly 20 minutes, but, you know, 
it's like our reality is created by the media and created by the government restricting us from finding out certain information and they create our reality and then also within that we create our own reality by being open either open or closed to you know experiencing and researching and investigating further into these assumptions that we have this is super deep and super philosophical and there's no right or wrong answers here but no i I get what you mean but you know, your point just before when you were like, oh, we need to question everything and have all the information we know. I'm not blah, saying blah, blah. we need to. No, but it, it was, that's the, the thing out of the, the chat we just had. It's, well, sometimes too much information isn't good. Ignorance is bliss. Exactly. Yeah. So maybe there's a fine line there. And, you know, some people are probably better suited to not leaving the cave, whereas others are more so- suited to leaving the cave. And maybe you need to just step outside of the cave sometimes and come back to your comfort zone. Or maybe you need to step out completely and never come back. But, you know, it's totally dependent. And there it is. There it is. What so, was the theory called? Pluto's theory? <laughs> Plato's. Plato's theory. Plato's cave allegory. Plato's cave allegory allegory in 21 minutes. Yeah. Done well. Yeah. So you want to tell me about your philosophical thing that you're trying to get at oh schrodinger's <laughs> cat oh yeah, yeah so i did a quick little quick little google while indy was chatting away and because he was listening clearly. youtube it yourself schrodinger's cat it's a much better explanation than i'm going to give but what happens there's a cat and say grenades in a box right you put a cat and live grenades oh, in a God. box close it up you don't know if the cat is dead or alive until you open the box Right? Eh. The cat could be dead. There's a 50% chance the cat could be dead. Aww. 50% chance the cat could be alive. Okay. You don't know until you open the box. So opening the box is us putting our hand on this experiment saying like, all right, well, I want to see what the outcome was. And we did enough times, it would be a 50-50 split. Well, I guess it's a bit of But like... then, then it goes further. So it's to do with quantum physics and theory oh, and stuff. Gee. Being like, well, then who's doing this force on us? If we're doing that on the cat, who's doing that on us? And you can just sort of go yeah, back and forth. Yeah, okay. Anyway, it's a good little video perception. on I guess it's about it is, perception It is, it is. It's just that all, it's that thing. So it's, linking in. Yeah, yeah. It's just Maybe we'll, to, um, we'll leave a, a link in our bio for a video to watch on that. Sure. What do you reckon? Sure. Well, thank you all for tuning in to this episode. This episode is our, 10, two weeks, two yeah, weeks straight. Yeah, this is our last episode for the week. I think because we did two weeks straight, that deserves a subscribe. I agree. Remember to like and subscribe. We really do appreciate and it helps us to continue creating content like this for you guys. Have a good Easter. We'll be back on on Monday. Yeah, happy Easter, guys.